This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Tell Me Sis podcast featuring your two favorite sisters, Alex and Kyla. Yay, we got the intro right this time. Because I'm doing it. <laughs> that was so funny actually though we just re-listened to it again and (laughs) that was hilarious and i was the one that was very hungover but i mean you didn't really sleep that much so no i was really tired i was just out of it was it it wasn't even oh it was over a week ago that we recorded was it yeah it was it was not this past sunday the sunday before yeah it was right after our friend's wedding that was fun though that was really fun Mm -hmm. do you want to tell them What's our, uh, like, what the situation is right now? Yeah, What guys. just happened? <laughs> Maybe I don't want to say. No. <laughs> we, um, not we. I locked us out of Kyla's condo on her balcony. So we are currently stuck on her balcony. Which is not a bad thing. It's beautiful out here. And the weather is nice. But my mom is on the way yeah, to save the day. Ha- well, so I didn't know that if you close Kyla's condo door, it automatically locks. So I'm walking out and I whip the door closed because at home there's always bugs that fly in if we keep the door open and as i did it kyla goes no alex she goes okay try to open the door right now and i gotta <laughs> open it and it's totally locked yeah and so then i was like okay well, the key, what the heck do we so do it's weird though because i have two locks on the door one is on the actual doorknob okay and then there's another lock on top of it like yeah. if if you turn around and look And the one that's on top of the doorknob is the one that I use to manually lock and unlock. So it's the doorknob that's locked. It's the doorknob that locks. But I had put it, I thought I put it to the setting that's like unlocked. So it doesn't automatically lock when you close the door. But I guess I didn't do it properly. I don't know. Hmm. Because this is not the first time it's happened. I've been locked out before. (laughs) And I feel like I'm just... You know, annoying my neighbors now, I have to call them and then... Well, because basically the last time I got locked out, it was middle of winter. So that was really bad. It was snowing. Snowing. It was like... on your balcony? January. Oh. And I was with my cousin and we had just got back from... I forget where we were, but we had a few drinks that night. We were drunk. Oh, no. And she wanted to come on my balcony to see the view. Oh, okay. But it was middle of winter, like January. 2 a.m., and what view do you see at 2 a.m.? It's actually really nice oh, because okay. there's still like some lights on the boardwalk oh, and like, okay, yeah, it's nice. And then like these light up here on my balcony. So like okay. you, there's still th- like you could see. Okay. It's really nice. Moonlight. Um, but it's also 2 a.m. and middle of winter. She closes the door. I was like, oh my God, I go to open it. I'm like, no, it's, we're locked out, but we didn't have our phones on us. Our phones <gasps> were in my condo. And I also had a candle lit. No. I had lit a candle when we got back. So I was like, this is terrible. At least you had nothing in the oven. So, oh my God, thank God. But so we went down the fire escape and then I had to buzz one of my neighbors to let me in so I could use her phone. At 2 a.m. Dad came that time and uh, we had to wait. Like, I'm not even kidding. Two hours or something. Oh, my God. Yeah, because dad didn't even have the spare key on him. His friend had it. So he had to drive in the opposite direction to get the key from his friend and then drive all the way to my condo. Well, 
it's not as bad today. It's really it's not as bad today. Warm summer evening, and we called our dad, and he was at, he's at a golf tournament right now with clients. So he's like, "Yeah, I can't talk right now." So then we're like, "Crap." We call our mom, and she's like, "Oh no, the keys are here." So thankfully, she's coming to save the day, and then she's gonna come hang out with us. While yeah. We're recording, so yeah, she might as well just like stay. Luckily, we ate before this. Thank you, mom. I know you're listening to this episode. Yeah, because she's our biggest you. supporter. So thank yeah. you so much. Um, but yeah, thank gosh we ate right before this. Because oh, imagine man. being stuck here and being hangry. I think I would have screamed at you. Probably. <laughs> the first thing I was like, I'm like, Kyla, you never told me I couldn't close the door. She goes, you could say sorry, you know. <laughs> <laughs> In my head, I'm like not taking accountability, <laughs> like about you. <laughs> well, but genuinely, how was I supposed to know? No, I know. Oh, but like, cute. also when my door is always left wide open, I oh. just assume people know like not to close it. Oh, I didn't know. I thought it's because you like. Normally, I actually tell people. I thought maybe you knew. I don't know. I don't really like the only time I ever come, came on your balcony before was the last time we recorded. And one time we were here with mom. Okay, like I've, yeah. I've stood on it to oh, see. Oh, is that when you brought Finch? Yeah, when he was oh, a puppy. Oh, Meester. But, like, I've never actually, like, hung out on your balcony, so. Yeah, I uh, we're going to be out here a lot more. So, I don't want to jinx it, knock wood, but the spiders have been, like, non-existent this summer so oh, far. Oh, you jinxed it. I see spider webs everywhere. I see the cobwebs, but they're really, at this time, normally, they're really bad. Did the building get sprayed? I don't think so. Oh, well, I don't know, but... I here's the thing I don't love spiders because I'm scared but I hate mosquitoes and the spiders eat the mosquitoes so sometimes I'm no like, but the spiders out here are really bad because I'm on the water oh, so they're like, like spiders it, they're like wolf spiders <gasps> tarantulas <gasps> like tarantulas Kyla no they're um, they're not actually tarantulas I'm exaggerating oh, okay. but like they're huge and <laughs> furry Ew. there was a huge wolf spider <laughs> two summers ago stop, in that stop, corner stop, stop, stop. Oh my god! See, that's my last fear that I need I to get over. Jinx anything or spiders? I just what are you can't. gonna put like a tarantula on your face or something? No, so like are you like Billie Eilish? Put it in your mouth. Tarantulas don't scare me for some reason. I don't know why. Ew! What? I don't know because they're big and they don't bite. Like, oh, you have them as like a pet. No, okay. they don't scare me. It's like, like the big ones, like the wolf spiders or like the dog spiders. Those are scary, but um, especially because they hide in corners. Yeah. Well, they're. Here's the thing. They're, like, good. They're good to have around for the mosquitoes and stuff, but they are so scary. And Arky's not scared of them, right? I don't want to give him a fear. So anytime he sees a spider, he's like, whoa, a spider. I'm internally screaming. And I'm like, yeah, Arky, don't bother him because you don't want to hurt him. You know, that's his home. Meanwhile, I'm like, don't freaking go any closer. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, like, if that thing comes near me, I'm going to scream <laughs> yeah. so loud. So there was, there was, like, a kind of like a baby wolf spider on our driveway just walking and so Arky like kind of went up to it and I was like look you can if you don't touch it I'm like but bring a stick or a leaf and let it crawl over the leaf you could see what it does when it crawls in the leaf you know and then I'll bring it back to its home and so we went over and like literally it was a small leaf and it crawled on the leaf and I held my cool and I was like look how cool this is Arky let's bring it back to his home internally <gasps> Oh, screaming. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't I know how so you scared, kept your cool there. But it actually kind of helped because then I was like, oh, that wasn't. What if Arky one day comes up to you with like a worm in his hand? Worms don't bother me. 
You don't get grossed out by worms. I mean, they're gross, but I, don't know, I could just take it out of his hand and get rid of it. Ew! No, so worms really gross me out. Really? Yeah. They're just like worms. No, they're like slimy and like just disgusting. You know what I think are so cute? What? Bumblebees, like the fuzzy bumblebees. Oh yeah, those are cute, but they're they'll really sting thick you. Ones. Yeah. They're so cute though. I find. I don't yeah. know when I see them flying around. I'm like, you're so cute. They are really like, cute. Like there's a b- big ball of fluff. Yeah. Just flying. It's true. <laughs> um, and I think butterflies are cute and caterpillars. So I used to think caterpillars were cute and I would like pick them up as a kid. Now they freak me out. I don't know what it is. I don't, I just don't know. They like stick to you. Yeah. I think it's because there was one, the one of the last times a caterpillar was ever on me. It was like sticking to my skin and that freaked me out. And now Mm. I just don't like them anymore. Do you like centipedes? No. (laughs) I would never. They're going to hate this episode. I would never. I have no interest in going to Australia. The insects there. So when I went, I did and then not also see the, one, but okay. I was in the city. So they have, like, the biggest spiders. Supposedly their centipedes are huge. Yeah, but I didn't see any big spiders or any big bugs when I was there. They have, like, the evil kangaroos, <laughs> the croc, like, there's sharks like, there, the like great white sharks. Bush. If you go in the bush, you're going to see all the scary reptiles and insects and animals, but you're not going to do that. You're just going to be in the city. Oh, my God. But, like, the possibility of potentially having a spider the size of my head in my house <laughs> that i can't even if it's like it's rare just the fact that it's a possibility i'm not going i loved australia i'd go back see if it weren't for the Probably insects went to new zealand it's not the same there oh, i did my, i i told my friend uh when she first asked me if i wanted to go i said no because i thought it was the same as australia <laughs> and so she's like it's not the same australia no but there's creepy bugs in all different kinds of countries i wouldn't go to those countries there's creepy bugs in Canada. Not like Australia. Australia is like everything is on steroids there. It's like 10 times bigger and like they're venomous. They could kill you. Like whenever you hear of a shark attack, most of the time it happens in Australia. The great whites there. Like everything is like just so much more. If like, you're from Australia. Bigger. Please also, send in on DM on Tell Me Says Podcast happy stories about your country that is not that so kyla's not as scared because i feel like yes it could maybe happen but maybe not in like super populated i just have no interest like no the fact that it's a possibility to me is like i could never yeah maybe one day i will get over that fear i'm not trying to insult australia it's a beautiful country but if someone offered you a free trip to australia you would literally say no yeah (gasps) what if someone paid you if i was paid to go yeah you would go yeah okay i'm not like (laughs) so scared to the point where like there's like absolutely nothing you could ever say to me. Like I would never in a million years, uh, like you could say, no, that's a lie. I was going to say I would never jump out of a plane, but if someone offered me like $20 million, I would do it. There's a lot of things that I would do for money. Like I always, I would always say like a million dollars, but actually like if someone had a briefcase of like $50,000 cash and was like, jump out of this plane, like with a parachute, I would do it. Because, like, 50 grand cash, like that's a lot of money. Like, you have to really think about it. But, see, for me, I'm so scared of heights and, like, the the I hate the feeling of falling that... Yeah, but I'm like not a, saying 50 grand cash like isn't a, a lot. Like, a salary. I'm not saying it's not a lot of money, but not it's not taxed. enough for me. I like, you're paying it. me millions to do that. Like, I would... See. The fact that people pay to do that is, like, I can't comprehend. Because you're so scared. I'm so scared. See, I'm more scared of bungee jumping. Because I'm scared the rope's going to tie around my neck. Or it's going to snap. I always think about that. Whenever I see videos, I'm like, the rope? Like, 
it looks like it would just like tie around you i know it doesn't but like that's what scares me jumping out of a plane because you're not uh. actually as high as when you fly in a you know like a full passenger jet <laughs> i mean i've seen some or slash heard some stories about like uh skydiving gone wrong but like <gasps> i mean i guess anything can go wrong I don't yeah. have to think about it. So when I was in New Zealand, me and my friend agreed that we would each do something to get out of our comfort zone and like face one of our fears. And for her, it was skydiving. She did it. She did it. <gasps> and for me, which I'm like, now that I think of it, I'm like, wow, I didn't do enough research to like really know. But I was like, I will go in a cage with great white sharks. You did that? I was going to. And then basically, long story short, there was a huge storm that lasted a week and the place to go um, great white cage diving or whatever it's called is at the very tip of the South Island. And we were on the South Island, like closer to the bottom, but we still had to like drive another five hours to get oh. to that point. So it was our last stop, but there was a huge storm that happened and we were stuck at the Airbnb for a week longer than we were supposed to be there for <gasps> because the there was one highway to leave that airbnb to get back onto like the roads that we were going to take to go down south it it was on a cliff and so (gasps) all the rocks fell and like destroyed the road and then by the time the road was clear we had to start making our way back north because it was like too far into our trip like we wouldn't have been able to make it back in time for our flight i would have been so scared yeah but like i've seen so many videos since then of great white like cage diving or whatever it's called what is what is it called i don't know it's not cage diving is it maybe anyways i've seen videos since and i'm like low-key happy i didn't do it (laughs) so you didn't face your fears no that's okay no i literally i think i would have fainted like or got there been on the boat seen a shark from the distance and like (laughs) i don't care take my money i'm not going in (laughs) (laughs) like you're not doing it to me (laughs) It's just scary. That's how I feel like I'd be on the plane, like about to jump out. I feel like, no, that's okay. I just, I'm going to go down. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't care. Just take take my money. It's fine. I'm sorry for wasting your time. (laughs) Like, just take me back. (laughs) Like, I But then, like, you're strapped to an instructor, so you don't really have a say. They just jump out with you. Yeah. It's like, you have no choice kind of thing. Cut the straps. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I will. If that was the case and the instructor was like, no, you have to come down with me, I would literally be like, Get me the fuck up, like, punching, <laughs> punching him. in the face. Get the fuck get I'm sure they deal with a lot of people that are scared like that. Oh, my God. I saw a like video. grabbing onto the sides of the plane. Don't. <laughs> with the legs, too. <laughs> Starfish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I was going to say something. In that. Oh, I saw a video on Instagram. This was a total, like, I don't know why this popped up on my Explore page, but it was a girl that was, like, paragliding with, like, an instructor. Okay. And she was just, like, projectile vomiting the entire time. And the instructor had, like, he was, like, filming with a <laughs> one of those stel- <laughs> selfie sticks, and he was just, like, looking at her, and she's, like, just throwing up. Oh, I think she was sucks. drunk. Oh. But I was like, ew. Was it flying in his face? It was, like, hitting his leg. Oh. I like how you watch that. <laughs> I'm surprised therapy. I was able to watch it. Exposure actually. therapy. Anyways, do you want to get into today's episode? Yeah, sorry guys, it's kind of a long intro, but we had a lot to say. 
Um, so I asked on Instagram to send in your craziest girlfriend stories. So we've all been in situations where we've had, did I say girlfriend or friend? Whatever. Friend. I think it was friend. Just, we've been in situations before where people have done things that you kind of question. You're like, what? You really did that to me and you're my friend? Are you not my friend? And I was talking to a friend recently, actually, about a situation that she was in and she was just telling me about it she's like sometimes i get so confused when like a friend does something like this and i remember like thinking in the moment i'm like that girl is not your friend if they're gonna do something like that you know and we're obviously we know there are lots of good friends i don't want people to like listen to this episode and be like oh that was toxic i like feel icky afterwards it's more just like we can relate you know because we've all been through shit and sometimes actually hearing stories makes me feel like situations i've been in were not that bad because then I yeah, hear i've heard some i've worse. heard some really really bad stories actually and then i'm like wow okay i don't feel like the situation i was in that i thought was bad was actually not that bad compared to this and yeah. then helps me feel better but this is also maybe an episode where if you have done any of these things to a friend you could be like oh maybe i wasn't the best friend in this situation you know because that i've been there before where like I've been called out for things and I didn't even realize it was like I was being a bad friend or something, you know, and someone's like, well, why did you do this? And why did you do that? I'm like, oh, I guess I was being a bad friend. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was definitely, I feel like more when I was younger, but anyways, let's get started. Oh, first one starting off with a bang. My best. Oh, by the way, it's all anonymous. And anytime you send things in to us, I can't even see who's sending it in. Like, I don't see a name. I don't see an email. I don't see a username. So it's just anonymous. My best friend at the time was making out with my boyfriend after school. Every day for, for Every day for the entire time we dated. She only came clean because someone from our circle caught them. We are no longer friends, obviously. Is she still with the boyfriend? Wow. I don't know. I shouldn't say. That's crazy. That's okay. a terrible friend. So it's the second paragraph. Okay. Not me, but this happened to my best friend. My best friend and college roommate were friends. And since both of them were single and they decided to do Galentine's together, they went out and the guy that liked my friend and had made out with once saw their stories and decided to crash their Galentine's with his friend to make it a double date situation. Once the guys reached the roommate, reached there my roommate was drunk and started hitting on the guy my best friend was into they ended up making out in front of my bestie and she was heartbroken they came uh they came back to the dorm together once the guys dropped them off and it was ugly that's so sad imagine that happening right in front of you i feel bad sometimes though like as much as it sucks it's like well you're not this person's clearly not a friend not a friend and like i mean the guy is clearly just not worth it yeah so it's almost not a blessing in disguise but dodged a bullet my quote-unquote pick me former best friend would listen to all of my relationship problems then slept with my boyfriend (gasps) and the worst part my boyfriend was the one who told me because she came on to him we broke up but i broke up with her too good for you i'm so sorry all of these stories so far have been the best friend hooking up with either a girl like a crush or sleeping with or hooking up with the boyfriend (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) yeah like i don't get it it's like the one person you shouldn't go for i know i saw um i read a quote recently that was like 
girls will often find guys who are taken more attractive just because they can't technically have them. Wait, what? Yeah. Really? I was like, is this a thing? I mean, that's never really happened to me. I'm not like when I hear that like a guy is in a relationship to me, it's like an auto, even if it's like my friend that had a crush on a guy like 10 years ago in my mind, I'm like, uh, I don't know. That's weird. My best friend and my boyfriend were having a year-long affair, and the only reason I found out was because he pocket-dialed me, and I heard him telling her he loved her. <gasps> this was long before Scandoval. LOL. What is that? They are now married with three children, so I guess it wasn't all for nothing, but still hurt so much at the time. Okay, how do you pocket-dial someone? Like, Do you think that was done maliciously, like on purpose? I don't know. I chose my best friend at the time to be my maid of honor for my wedding. She never really helped plan anything to celebrate me, which was okay because my family and other friends made me feel so special. However, she didn't show up or she left very early to all my wedding events, including my actual wedding. During my bridal shower, she ran out dramatically saying she had to leave only 30 minutes into the party. During my bachelorette party, we got our toenails done together and went to dinner and played games. She only stayed to get her toenails done and quickly left afterwards. She didn't even pay and made my sister pay for her. What? Then during my wedding, she showed up late and left right after the ceremony with her boyfriend, who she invited. I didn't know him, saying her mother was in the hospital. Later, I found out her mother wasn't in the hospital, but she just wanted to go home and spend the night with her boyfriend. I have never talked to her again since then. Wow. How was this girl even your friend? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. To begin with. Yeah, seriously. Like, what? I know. What behavior is that? <laughs> I don't get it. Ew. I don't get it. I'm so sorry. I feel so bad reading these. Jesus Christ. It makes me feel so much better about any experience I've had. <laughs> Knock wood, that never happens. But like, I'm really sorry that you guys went through that. My best friend was also my cousin. When we went off to college, we moved in together and were inseparable before. But I started being friends with one of her other friends and she hated it. Things got worse and worse and then one day she was gone. She moved out and left me with all of my rent and no mo- no warning. Uh- all of the rent and no warning. She also badmouthed me to my entire family and I haven't been able to be close with them since. They've never asked me my side of the story and it's been more than 10 years of them <gasps> hating me from, for the story that she had told them. A very untrue story as my mom has filled me in on the things she's told them. Wow. Especially that's family. Like That's, that's so weird. Yeah. All because you became friends with another person? What? I'm sure there's so much more to it. But, like, it's just awkward when it's family. That's so... Because you're, like, forced to still be in their life, you know? Yeah. When we were in our early 20s, my friend was in a long-term relationship. She was working at a store and hooked up with her manager. At first, we laughed about it and said whatever, but it continued to happen, and I eventually made a comment that maybe she should reevaluate her long-term relationship and tell her boyfriend. She didn't really like that answer, but we moved on. She eventually ghosted me and I reached out to her 10 times via text slash Facebook and she would read the message and not respond. Years later, when we bumped into each other, I asked her about it and she just shrugged and said she just thought we had grown apart. I thought that was weird because of the amount of times I had reached out and got no response, but just let it go. 
We're no longer friends, but follow each other on socials. I always got the feeling she distanced herself from me because I thought she should tell her boyfriend, now husband, about her cheating. But who knows? Yeah, that's tough. Especially because you're giving her, like, the right piece of advice. I know. It's like, I always, like, wonder, do you think the husband knows at this point and like maybe they worked past it maybe but that's that's another thing too it's like as much as you want to help and tell them what to do at the end of the day it's like not your relationship yeah so like she's gonna do what she's gonna do it's like her life and her relationship like yeah if she's asking for advice it's different but if you're just gonna like tell her what to do like i get it though i get that it's hard to watch your friend do something like that and yeah you know like because you also like want to protect your friends yeah it's the same with me like whenever my friend or like like a really close family like a relative is talking to me about anything like my initial instinct is to like help them and like give them solutions to the problem but sometimes they just want to like they just want to vent and talk. then I, and like you just have to listen and like be supportive yeah it's tough though i get it, it is yeah okay so let me preface this by saying that i grew up being extremely shy and finally once i reached high school i started to come out of my shell i was invited to a party which i was super excited about it was for Halloween, so I dressed up with my friends, and we went. The friends I was with ended up playing along with another girl's prank and gave me a drink that was actually toilet water mixed with vodka and other things. <gasps> Everyone started laughing at me, and finally someone who I wasn't even close with spoke up and told me what happened. I was mortified and immediately burst into tears. Clearly, the girls I was with weren't my friends, and much to their dismay i never hung out with them again thankfully i'm 24 now i have a couple of really close friends who i know would never do anything like that love the podcast keep up the great work alex and kyla thank you love you too oh my god or love thank you what (laughs) i just ew could you imagine that's so mean no those are not friends but also like i i get like when you're younger I don't know. I've never gone as far. Like, never in a million years would I think it's funny to give someone toilet paper. Not toilet paper. Toilet, uh, water. toilet water. It's not funny. No. Yeah, our mom is in the background, and she's like, I mean, they're just mean. Like, they must have their own issues, right? It's true. Yeah, our mom came to save the day, by the way, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's here. Okay. My best friend in high school, we were driving to school together on a really snowy day. She just got her license two weeks prior. She was driving way too fast, so I asked her to slow down. She told me to shut up and turn the music up really loud so she couldn't hear (laughs) me complain. (laughs) What kind of friend is that? (laughs) She told me to shut up and turn it. Yeah, it literally sounds like a sister. I can't. Shut up. Shut your mouth. (laughs) Blast the music. It's like so mean. I'm sorry for laughing. That just like I was not (laughs) expecting that. That's something that we would have said to each other. Yeah. Then sure enough, she lost control and rolled the car into the ditch. Oh my god. No one was seriously. (laughs) I know. (laughs) After us laughing. Yikes. No one was seriously hurt, but luckily it rolled into some trees, so it cushioned the car. She obviously felt horrible about it, but never owned up to it being 100% her fault. What? (laughs) Who who was it then? Your fault? (laughs) (laughs) And told her dad that she was being careful and that it happened because they haven't plowed yet. 
She tried to buy me gifts as an apology, but I was too angry to forgive her. Years of therapy before I was able to drive with anyone else in the wintertime because of the trauma it caused me. Ugh, I'm so sorry. It rolled. Like, over. (laughs) Stop laughing. What is wrong with you? You know, I actually read something that when someone feels really uncomfortable, laughing is kind of a normal response. And they said she wasn't a great friend aside from that anyway, so I was over it. Well, the fact that she told you to shut up when you said that you were scared of her driving <laughs> you can't <laughs> anyways i'm sorry that that happened first of all i'm sorry that she was a bitch and i'm sorry that you went through that that's like that's actually really scary i've been in a car accident before like with my friends mom stop laughing like, <laughs> stop. i'm calling you both out you guys are so bad right now we're not laughing at no okay this is the thing i'm happy i wouldn't be laughing if like someone was really badly injured or whatever it's the way that it's worded no it's the way that it's worded and you're telling the story it's like almost it's like funny i'm not trying to make it funny (sighs) no anyways yeah what i'm saying (laughs) is that i've been in a car accident before with my friends during the winter where my friend lost control of the car and it was really scary and we were a bunch of people and it was really scary I planned an entire backpacking trip to Southeast Asia with a close friend for months. We talked every day about how excited we were, planned an entire itinerary to eight different countries, and bought all of our flights and accommodations together. Little did I know, while I was planning this trip with just her, she was also planning this trip with like six other people. The moment we got to Southeast Asia, she ditched me and went on to travel with other people she had been talking to all along. At first, she was just excluding me from all of the plans, but after she was fully booking tickets and activities with other people and not telling me or inviting me. She had even bought other plane tickets behind my back to go to Australia during the middle of the trip when we were supposed to head into another country and didn't communicate anything to me. Not once did she think to talk to me about anything. She totally disrespected our plans, me and my time. I've cut her out of my life and went on to travel solo. That is so messed up. Also, the fact that she's in a completely foreign country and her friend did that to her. What the hell? Yo, I'm so sorry. (gasps) Oh, my God. I couldn't even imagine how scary that is. That is freaky. And especially, like, you're in Southeast Asia, like, alone. Like, the other side of the world, like, if they're from North America. Okay. My group of friends is fully aware one of the friends is having an affair with her pregnant best friend's husband. (gasps) We don't know how to tell her, so it's just a big secret, everyone, but her knows. I feel terrible, but can't bring myself to tell her, especially since her husband is my husband's best friend. Oh, my God. What the actual, actual F. Oh, my God. That sounds like an episode of a TV show. I would literally just tell her. Yeah, that's what I would do. I'd be like, I don't give a fuck. Because imagine, imagine it was you. Imagine you're pregnant. And, and like not only are you finding out that your husband is having an affair with someone that you know, but everyone that is your friend knows and they're not telling you. So not only are you losing your husband now and your trust with him, but you're like losing all of your friends in their trust. I guess, I guess that's why it's a big burden to put on, on her. Like she's the one that's going to break up the group, basically. Like it, it is a hard... But still, uh, like, could you imagine being that person? No, I, I don't think I'd be able to keep my mouth shut if I was friends with the girl. Yeah. Especially if it's like there's evidence and stuff like it's legit happening. It's not just like a rumor. Oh, my God. And she's pregnant. Too. Yeah, that's ugh. I'm so sorry. Oh, The fact that she's pregnant on top of it. Yikes. Okay. 
When I was in high school, I had a pretty tight group of friends with two more girls. Let's call them Kate and Mia. I met Mia when we were 10, way before we met Kate or even knew of her. In 10th grade, we were all in the same class and we all got along really well. Fast forward to 2016 when we went to college. Kate and I went to the same university to study law and Mia went to another university to study business, but in the same city. I started noticing through Instagram posts and stories that they were in the same places and I thought it was really weird. I even asked Mia if I had done something wrong because I knew they were hanging out without telling me and she assured me that nothing was wrong. Then both of them really drifted away from me and I asked again what was going on or if I had done or said anything to upset them. They both said no. I kept trying to make plans with them. We met a few times before I just stopped begging for their friendship and attention. We kept just seeing each other once a year or so, but I knew they were together every week. They also lived very close to me, 15 minutes away, but never asked me if I wanted to go hang out. Last time we saw each other was before Christmas, and we agreed to hang out more and make more plans to go for dinner and travel. I was so excited. Cut to now, they are traveling together, and none of them asked me if I wanted to go. I'm tired of running after them for attention, so I've decided I'm not going to go out of my way to be with them. I tried to be an adult and communicate, but they never said what slash if something was wrong, so yeah, I just gave up. The okay. best thing you can do is First that. of all, girl, I just got to say, these are not your friends. Yeah. Like, I know it sucks because, like, you said you knew one of the girls since you were 10, but, like, these girls are not your friends. And, like, you should not beg your friends to hang out with you. No. Especially if they're they're free because they're doing stuff together. Like, that is just not a friendship. It's a two-way street. It's not – I would not be friends with that person. Yeah. And, like – you know, it's not worth it. No. It's not even fun at that point. No, exactly. You're, like, begging someone to hang out with you? Ew. Ugh. It's like, I would never want that. No. Obviously, I understand I guess, if like, you don't see people as often because, like, you have busy lives, whatever. Like, you know, that makes sense as people get busier. But to have your friend, like, they're hanging out without you and doing things without you, like, no. I had his best friend who I was close to for over 10 years and her ex-boyfriend's... Wait. I had this best friend who I was close to for over 10 years and her ex-boyfriend's were very horrible to her and cheated. Ooh. My best friend then got into a new relationship with this guy who cheated on her within the first week of them being together. Literally kissed another girl on a night out in front of my best friend and also my best friend's sister. After that night, I said to my best friend that I think she should break up with this guy as he's already showed his true colors within the first week. I told her I didn't like this guy. He wasn't for her. And she blocked me and my other oh. friends off everything and has and has cut us off completely. Yeah, she just like doesn't want to believe the truth, even though it's like she saw it right in front of her. I was a virgin at prom and had a boyfriend at the time. He was obviously my date. We had planned on having sex for the first time that night and got a hotel room together for afterwards. One of my best friends at the time also got a room for her and the guy she was seeing. We all get to the after party and everyone was drunk and doing drugs except for me. I begged my best friend to go back to the hotel because I was crying in panic that my boyfriend was being a total dick to me. She completely ignored me and so I had our limo driver bring me back to the hotel and bumped into the guy she was seeing in the lobby. He said that he hadn't heard back from her so he figured he would wait in the lobby until she got back. Hours passed and we got hungry so him and I went to McDonald's to get some food. When we got back to the hotel, I said, let's wait for them in my room. And as I opened the doors to the room, I had gotten gotten for my boyfriend and I. My best friend and him were passed out naked together in the bed. <gasps> Safe to say that relationship ended that night. And so did my best my relationship with my best friend. Yeah, you know, it's like all cheating stories. Well, that is really bad. Worked with a girl that I got to know very well over the year that she was there. She was inseparable with all of us, called us her family, 
listed us as emergency contacts for her children at school and daycare. One day she left to pick up her kids and she never came back. She never talked to us again. We got confirmation that she was okay and just didn't want to talk to us anymore. What? Turns out she had been hooking up with another girl at our work while she was married with three children and decided to go start a new life. <gasps> Wildest experience ever. It gave me severe trust issues knowing that someone you thought was so close could just so easily walk out of your life like that. Yeah, it's true. You really never know. Yikes. I'm so sorry. My best friend in high school started an Instagram page that was anonymous and made fun of all the girls at my small, small Christian high school. Yikes. Rumor got out that it was me who ran the account and I took the fall for her and I almost ended up not being able to walk at her graduation graduation. To this day, most people I went to high school still think it's me because she never came clean. She thought it was so funny and she was so clever and would brag to me how no one knew. Meanwhile, I got so much shit for it. Fast forward five years out of high school and we are no longer friends and she ha and she is in a Jesus a Jesus cult with a bunch of kids. Wow. Well, you should tell everyone it wasn't you. Oh my gosh. Our mutual guy friend expressed interest in me. And since I had a crush on him, we started to see each other casually. We went on a couple of dates and our friends knew about it. Cut to a few weeks after and my friends Cut to a few weeks after and my supposed best friend tells me that she called this guy one night drunk. I've since learned that she sometimes lies or exaggerates to gain sympathy and told him that she had feelings for him, felt bad because she knew I liked him, etc. He apparently said he liked her too and I have no idea if that's true or not. Anyway, once my friend told me this, I was pissed as hell. Even after I broke things off with the guy because of this, I just wasn't all that interested in getting caught up in a messy drama situation. Um, she never pursued him like what anyways that was a few years ago and we're no longer friends because she kept pulling stuff like this what the hell is she just like jealous and like drama. i don't know yeah when i met my boyfriend a few years ago he introduced me to his girl best friend who claimed was the sweetest girl ever ew <laughs> she then turned out to be one of the meanest girls i've ever met she would constantly harass my boyfriend to hang out and then made him feel bad if he said no she would also frequently humiliate me in front of my boyfriend's friends whenever my boyfriend was either getting a drink or taking part in another conversation, making jokes about my lifestyle, my schooling, my looks, etc. I confronted she her. likes him and is jealous. Yeah. I confronted her twice about it, and every time she would cry and say things like, I've just always had a hard time with girls. In my head, we're friends, blah, blah, blah. I honestly felt so bad for her for a while that I kept brushing it off until she started texting my boyfriend that she missed the old him and that I'm a controlling freak because we decided not to attend a party because she invited my boyfriend's toxic ex. Anyway, my boyfriend cut her off a few months ago and she keeps texting him every two weeks asking to hang out, claiming that she doesn't understand why she needs to be kind to me as she's my boyfriend's friend and not mine. By the way, we're all 25 years old, so the fact that I had to experience this is completely mind-blowing to me. It honestly feels like high school. Wow. Ew. Yeah, she obviously likes him. Yeah. And then the manipulation where it's like, in my head, we're friends. Like, yeah. wow. And every time he's not there, not paying attention, she's like rude to you. Yeah. Puts no. you down. Ew. Bye. I had a best friend of 15 plus years try to stand me up on my wedding day. Oh! <gasps> I had asked her and many other best friends to be in my wedding party, all accepted. As time went on, her and another bridesmaid were not on speaking terms because they became more distant. Um, as the wedding got closer, a mutual friend of ours told me that my friend was not going to show up to my wedding and not tell me. 
all because of not being able to be in the same room as someone she was no longer speaking to. I addressed her with all this information. Um, she told me she would show. She never did. We still have not spoken till this day. Disappointing, but makes me understand why people begin distancing be, why people began distancing themselves from her. I guess I learned the hard way. Oh. That's a really bad friend. Yikes. Wow. Could you imagine? What the fuck? Okay, should we do one more each? Yeah. Okay. When my first boyfriend and I were about to break up, I called my best friend to come over and confront... And <laughs> I thought she said, and confront me. She said, and comfort me. I was obviously heartbroken. At the time, we all worked together at a grocery store, which my boyfriend's mom also worked at. The next day, we all had to work together. Hardest shift ever. I cried in the produce cooler in the back. My best friend was telling everyone that we were breaking up, and his mom found out before we had told her. My friend was trash-talking my boyfriend to all of her coworkers, which really hurt me at the time because I still loved him. Later that day, I went over to his house, and we officially ended things. It was a mess. Since then, I think I've only seen my best friend once. Also, his mom sometimes still messages me. I mean, it's not the worst thing. It's not no. great, but it, compared to the other stories we were Yeah, seriously. Reading. I met a girl in college who I clicked with, and we started doing a lot together. We also realized we were from the same area back home and knew some of the same people. We would have wine nights, go to the gym, and talk constantly, especially about our love lives. Um, she knew the guy I was seeing at college, and it was good to have someone to confide in. Well, fast forward a few months later, and I found out that she was telling him everything I was telling her. <gasps> Plus, she was sending him nudes and sleeping with him. Oh. I confronted them both separately, and she admitted to it, and he tried to deny it. Let's just say I had one less friend and was single all in one day. <gasps> oh, my God. I am so I just sorry. think that, like, what is with all of this fucking cheating shit? Or just, like, especially when it's, like, your best friend. That looks like fun. When it's... When it's your best friend. I know. Like, what do you do? It's like, the way I see it is, when it's your best friend, it's like the one person you shouldn't be hooking up with is the guy that is either married to dating, dating. or your friend has a crush on. It's like, just one person you do is off limits. I know. It's not hard. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, any of your friends, people. But it's like, it's just that one person. Like, it's not difficult. But you know what it is? Because I always try to think, I'm like... The, the best friend that's doing this, the bad thing, like, what are they thinking in their head? Because I'm thinking of my best friends right now. To me, I think like, it, what? it comes down to, like, deep-rooted insecurity. And maybe you just, you want to feel validation from the guy. And, like, it's a sense of, like, accomplishment because you were able to get a guy who is supposedly so into someone else. But he's still willing to do this with you, so makes you feel better. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's, like, the only thing I could think of. Unless you secretly are in love with the guy and, like, you're just not thinking properly. I don't know. I just would never go through with it, even if I was in love with I the know, guy. I know, same. I'd be like, eh, no, next. Same. It's so weird. I know. Hold on, there's a boat passing by. Well, let's end this on a happier note, Kyla. What is something that a friend or a cousin or someone that you consider really close, what is something that they've done that's really nice? Mm. You're like, I can't think of anything because no one has. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> not true. Um, 
something that they've done that's really nice. Yeah. Like, not cheat on no, not cheat with your boyfriend. Well, I mean, like, I just know that all my friends and, like, my cousins are there for me no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I was thinking, you know, if ever I was in trouble or anything, I could call anyone, any yeah. of them, and they would drop whatever they're doing. Yeah, same. Like, 100%, which is a really nice feeling to have, you know? Yeah. Because, yeah, family is family, but, like, you also, your friends, you're choosing your family. Yeah. And, listen, I've definitely had my fair share of, like friendships that have we don't like we're not friends anymore but i have a really great group of people in my life and no matter what like we have each other's backs yeah and i feel grateful for that so guys if you have friends that do shady shit to you just know like it's not personal towards you it is something that's on their end that they're dealing with because I would never think to go and do something like that to another person. Yeah. Especially my friend. Yeah. So clearly there's something going on where they are unhappy or hurting or something in order to go do something like that. Yeah. I know it's hard to not take it personal. It's really hard, especially when it's your best friend. I know. That's really shitty. I feel like it's almost harder to find out that your best friend would do something like that to you as opposed to like a guy, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. But thanks again for listening to another episode. We hope you enjoyed it. If you want to go rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, it's super, super helpful for us if you want us to continue doing this. And we want to say we love you and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.